This is the second episode of Karthik Reads. I'm your host, Karthik, and we are reading Chinless is the Key by Ryan Holiday. So in the last episode, we covered the preface, and now let's begin with the introduction. Ryan starts the chapter introduction with, The call to stillness comes quietly, the modern world does not. He really nicely introduces what actually stillness means in normal day-to-day life. And he provides really nice examples of situations where you can find stillness. Or, And he makes, makes a really interesting point throughout the chapter that every one of us um, at some time has experienced stillness. We actually know what it actually feels like being still, being present in the moment. And there's a really nice quote he mentions is, it's by Blaise Pascal. It goes like, all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. And that's really interesting. Uh, I remember um, this reminds me of something which my, I guess, eighth grade teacher, yeah, she used to say that, that if you can sit alone in a room without shaking your leg, um, you have control over your mind. And I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty bad at it. Uh, but I'm working on it. Yeah, that's what the book is for, right? But um, I feel like specifically right now, considering so much, I mean, like, you know, the social media, the notifications, I'm not saying that they are bad. Every It's all upon the person, how we use it. It's just that definitely they have, like, increased the amount of impulses our mind has to tackle. And I also believe, um, I guess this reminds me of a really nice chapter in Daily Stoic in which it says that we don't allow anyone to, push us physically anytime, right? I mean, no one can just come walk by and just push me wherever I want. Then how can we allow our mind to be pushed by these impulses? Just one notification in our mind is all over thinking about who texted what, right? I mean, like if we don't allow our physical body to be pushed around, why do we allow our mind, which is like the most important, kind of most important part of the body to be pushed around whenever something pops up? But um, yeah, this code really fits in. And then he talks about how stillness is actually the key of every key to everything. And he gives a really nice example how stillness was uh, used by Abraham Lincoln in making a really important decision in during the American Civil War because he was able to think through despite all those trouble, all those noise going around. He was able to think through and find the perfect solution. And then he. And then he talks about how the stillness can be yours. Again, what I talked about, that everyone has felt through felt what stillness actually means. And he mentions uh, about a quote that Lao Tzu, I don't know whether I'm saying it right or not, that's the person who said this, that although we're speaking of attaining the Deo, Deo, I guess, it mentions to stillness, there is really nothing to obtain. And what he's trying to say in here is that you are seeking for an ox while you're all yourself on it. So what they're trying to say, Ryan, or what this quote is trying to say is that we have tasted stillness before. We know what it is. And it is right in between, right in us. Like it's not something you have to actually go outside and find it out. It's in us. It's just we need to explore it and find it out and make a way to like have it whenever we want, you know? And uh, there's another quote which says, to hold the mind still is an enormous discipline, which is true. And one one which must be faced with greatest commitment of your life. That is pretty interesting that the toughest discipline should 
has the, should have the greatest commitment of our life. And there's another quote which goes like, so we can do less and do more, accomplish more, but need it less, feel better and be better at the same time. I guess this just reiterates the importance of stillness. It's not about doing a lot. It's just about doing less, but doing it such in such a way that it feels that we've done it so much you know accomplish more but need it less which is like really interesting that i do not want that thing but i want to not want that thing i don't know whether that makes sense but it did did does make sense in my mind and then the book starts off with part one where we talk about the mind so ryan has divided this book into three parts mind spirit and body which really actually forms every human being and uh, he's tackling what part by part that how you can uh, actually attain stillness in each part and the part one is mind and he opens up with a quote from Bhagavad Gita the mind is restless Krishna impetuous self-willed hard to train to master the mind seems as difficult as to master the mighty winds which is true and then he kicks off the chapter by talking about the domain of mind, how mind comes into play through stillness. And he gives an example of um, John F. Kennedy during the Cuban Missile Crisis and how he talks, he properly explains how during the, the that time of missile crisis, he, the John F. Kennedy was actually able to be still. I mean, he, he was able to actually think through the all of the noise going around and he actually explains it really nicely that even during the meetings, he was just focusing on what's the main goal is. He was, um, he, Ryan talks about how there were papers found during the meetings on which Kennedy was just writing. Our goal is just to take back the missiles, like take back the missiles. That's it. They are not trying to do anything. And uh, uh, he actually talks about how all the advisors of John F. Kennedy were actually trying to say that we should re uh, we should be aggressive, we should just like fight back. But he was able to actually think through all through all think through that all of the pressure. Well, specifically considering that I I uh, seldom wonder that the people who are like uh, holding such uh, important positions like president. I mean, we from the outside we feel like oh it's it must be so fun you get out you get to do all the fun stuff so everyone cares about you and all that stuff right. But it's like one of the toughest, I feel like it's the toughest job. I mean, the future of the whole country lies on what you think and what decision you make. And the way John F. Kennedy was able to think through it, that's like simply amazing. And uh, here's a quote which I really liked <laughs> that um, Ryan says that it actually went through Kennedy's family, that he was a young president, but um, he was raised by an aggressive father who hated to lose in a family whose motto they joked was, don't get mad, get even, which I really liked. I was like, wow, that does make sense. Like, there's no way of, like, there's no use of getting angry. Why not just, like, get back into the field, you know? But, um, yeah. And um, he talks about, he now, then he gives up examples, like, how Kennedy was able to think through it, how he was able to uh, establish chillness in his mind during that whole time. And he talks about that he had, Kennedy had actually recently read, the book called The Guns of August by Barbara Tuchmans. And uh, it was a book about beginning of World War I, which uh, imprinted on his mind the image of overconfident world leaders rushing their way into a conflict that once started, they couldn't stop. Kennedy wanted everyone to slow down so that they could really think about the problem in front of them. And I, I really liked it. Like, sometimes we are actually 
consuming so much of the information that we are actually consuming nothing. It's all just coming in, coming in, coming in, but it doesn't make sense. Sometimes we actually just need to slow it down, you know, take a bit by bit, just understand what it actually each bit means. Even if we understand each bit, we should be able to put it all together and get the real solution of the problem. And then Kennedy says that our job is not to go with the gut or fixate on the first impression we form about an issue. No, we need to be strong enough to resist thinking that is too neat, too plausible, and therefore always, always almost wrong. Because if the leader can't take the time to develop a clear sense of the bigger picture, who will? Which is really nice. Like if the leader won't actually think, if the leader won't actually slow the things down, zoom out, and actually see what's going on, who will? I mean, like, because the final call ends with the leader, right? And, uh, yeah, and then there's a quote where Kennedy sat with his advisors, and uh, he actually talks about a passage from another book he had read, which I really liked about is that even though Ryan talks about how Kennedy was able to uh, attain stillness during those tough times in the Cuban Missile Crisis, he, I actually, what really understood was... Um, Kennedy was able to gain inspiration from the books he had read, and which I really feel like reiterates on the point that reading can actually help you out. Most of the people, they do not understand the value of reading, how much information you can gain from reading books. And uh, uh, here also Kennedy talks about another passage he read from a book by strategist B.H. Littlehart on nuclear strategy. And he quoted this passage saying, keep strong if possible. In any case, keep cool, have unlimited patience, never corner an opponent, and always assist him to save face. Put yourself in his shoes so as to see things through his eyes. Avoid self-righteousness like the devil. Nothing is so self-blinding. Which I really like. Like most of the people are like, be aggressive. Just like take off the other person. I mean like just... Just go all in, which makes sense. I mean, you got to do, you got to give your 100%. But sometimes it makes sense to actually think from the opponent's point of view. The goal is to win, not to destroy the opponent. I mean, like a lot of people, they just go into the arena by thinking of destroying the opponent, which sometimes motivates people. I can get it. But is it the right goal? The right, the goal is just to win. It's a game, right? And this passage actually really like puts it in the tactical way that keep cool, keep strong. And if you can let the opponent save the face, let him. And that's what Kennedy actually like always reminded himself as he went through the Cuban crisis. He actually allowed the Russian um, leader, Kucherov, yeah, Kucherov to actually save his face by not actually going aggressively in. He actually bought time. And uh, he actually, you know, Ryan actually talks about how during the missile crisis, he would, Kennedy would actually think from the Russians' perspective, why are they doing this? Like, what's their motive? And which I feel like could actually help us, all of us in various situations to actually get out of our boots and think from the opponent's perspective or, of, or from any other third person's perspective. Like, if someone is doing something wrong to you, why is that person doing so? Like, what could be the motive, right? And... Um, and after Kennedy actually thought through the uh, Russian uh, leader's point of view, he actually understood what was their motive and he was able to make a better decision. And um, uh, yeah, it's really nice. He, Ryan actually went into proper detail about how Kennedy was able to use stillness in during that missile crisis time. And it's just amazing. And here I would like to mention... Um, that Ryan actually mentioned a Chinese text, the 
Dao Dijing. I don't know whether I'm saying it right. If somebody can let me know, but yes. And I really liked it. And it was, and it goes like this. Careful as someone crossing an iced over stream. Alert as a warrior in enemy territory. Courteous as a guest. Fluid as melting ice. Shapeable as a block of wood. Receptive as a valley. Clear as a glass of water. And these is like how Ryan is trying to say is that this is how you are supposed to be at every moment. I mean, this actually reminds me of a Marcus Aurelius quote where he says, always be like a Roman soldier, focus on the task in front of you. And this, like this text, I don't know why it just reminds me, it's like alert as a warrior in enemy territory, you know, behind the enemy lines, you're always alert, you're focusing on the task in front of you. You're not thinking about the random things, which doesn't even matter in the moment, right? You're actually just focused on the task. Just imagine, I mean, you're walking on a melt, you're walking on a ice over stream. Are you thinking about whatever happened, what random Joe said, like a week ago? No, you're not thinking about that. You're just thinking about crossing the stream you're focused and that's what ryan is trying to say that all we need to do is just be focused in every moment just think about what we can do like how much energy we can bring in if we are just focused in the right moment i mean it goes like um i remember he said um marcus aurelius um, he talks about uh, i don't remember whether it was marcus aurelius or somewhere else i read and uh, i guess it's a really uh, you know that again the cliche that Present is all we have. No one lived in the past or the future. Like both of the worlds did do not exist. Past is gone and future, we don't know whether it will be there or not, right? So yeah, pretty interesting. And then he takes, um, I really like this, uh, what Ryan says is that each of us will in our life face crisis. The stakes may be lower, but to us, they will matter. And um, I really liked it. He, What Ryan's trying to say is that it doesn't matter that will be like, oh, I've been, I'll face the Cu uh, Cuban Missile Crisis. I'll get stillness too. It doesn't matter. We Why are we waiting for such big like crisis to happen? Every crisis, whenever person faces, it's big for that person, right? I mean, like in a bigger picture, yeah, sure, it does. It won't matter to anyone else. But to that person, it, it could mean the world. And if we could use the same stillness, we could use the same thinking, how much good we could do for ourselves. Right. And um, and Ryan talks about like, what should we do in the situations, in the crisis situations? Be fully present. Empty your mind of preconceptions. Take our time, which is really important. Most of the time we just rush into the decision. We just like, we are like, okay, I know this. I got it. Let's just get over it. Let's just get it over with. Yeah, I got it. I know what to do. But sometimes it's it's okay. It's really nice to be aggressive. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, an, I'm aggressive by nature, but sometimes it just it's great to actually step back, think through it, you know, like, is this the right thing to do? Is Does it make sense? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, uh, I'm struggling with this one. Like, I feel like I struggle with taking the time too because I always rush into things. I'm like, oh, let's just do this. And then later I'm like, oh, I'm, I should have thought through it. But I don't know. Yeah, sit quietly and reflect, which is really important. I mean, that's a pretty interesting one, right? I mean, how many times have you just like sat in the corner and just think about, thought about your decision? I would say most, many times, but did it bring out any productive? Like, was it productive? That's also a big question, right? That um, whether it is uh, productive or not, whether it was productive or not. I mean, like, that's really interesting, right? 
And the other one is reject distraction. That's, I feel like it's a really important one. Our mind is considering how sensitive we've become to impulses. It's really important to actually push through them. But um, I, I feel like at the same time, we understand how important is it, it is to push through them. But we got to understand how tough it has, like how tough it has become to actually do that. Right? It's easy to say that, yeah, just don't do it. You know, just don't don't pay attention to the notification but it's i don't know personally i felt it's like not that easy but again the solution i'm pretty sure there is no magic solution which is just gonna like work one day and then you'll be able to push through these distractions i feel like it's a muscle which you build that one day you try that okay i'm not gonna look at my phone for the next one hour or if, if you're like too impulsive start small I'm not going to look at my phone for next 15 minutes. I don't care. I'm not going to think about it. But it's the point is, I feel like uh, we got to start someday, right? There isn't going to be one day where the scientists have discovered a new magical technique that, okay, now you're no longer be distracted. It's not going to happen, right? We got to start someday and uh, we got to start it, right? It's better to start. And uh, yeah. And then the next one he says is weigh advice against the counsel of our convictions, which is really interesting that sometimes we also have to actually like, you know, think through uh, what other people are telling us to do or even what our impulses are telling us to do versus what we think is right. I'm not saying that it could be right every time, but you actually have to think through it. And for thinking through it, you need to be present in the moment. You need to have that stillness. You need to be aware enough you need to be aware of yourself enough to actually think through it and then is deliberate without being paralyzed which is a really interesting one i don't think so i get it properly though i might have to understand it properly like what does he mean by deliberate without being paralyzed huh okay well, you know what guys i'll research about it and i'll get back to you what it what he actually means by that and that's how he ends the chapter and Throughout the chapter, he talks about how Kennedy and Lincoln both Lincoln both used stillness, and um, and they were and he this is a really nice point he made towards the end of the chapter that Kennedy like Lincoln was not born with the stillness. They both he was a troublemaker, and it wasn't like it. He what he's trying to say is that it isn't something what people actually are born with. That oh he just has this amazing talent of being still in this such tough moments. No. He actually built it. He worked hard towards it. That's what I was saying, that we got to start someday, right? If you see a person who's able to ignore his phone for the whole day and be okay, it isn't like he was born with that. Maybe he was, but there's a big time chance that he worked through it. And one, but you know where he started? He started by ignoring the phone for five minutes. So, but we can do that five minutes, right? We can give that five minutes for ourselves, for our own stillness, right? So that's what I'm going to say that, Let's just start small, but let's start. Let's start fighting against these impulses. Let's start fighting against these distractions and let's just gain back our stillness. And we're and we all and you, everyone who's listening, they actually understand. As Ryan also said, that everyone has felt that stillness. Everyone has felt that moment where you're just focused on one thing, whether you're playing hockey, whether you're playing something, you're just focused in that game. You're all in, you know? When people say that, oh, you you, you know it when you feel it. It's something like that. And um, that's where I'm going to end my second episode. 
let me know what do you guys think about it and um, if you guys have some interesting opinions about what i said if i miss it like if you guys have an interesting in take on what you guys have read i mean if someone else is reading the book also at the same time and if he or she or anyone they how is there any other way they understood it um please let me know i'm really i will be really happy to actually understand it from the various perspectives and that's where we're gonna say goodbye take care guys and uh, i also want to say that i'm recording this uh, episode during the time we are surrounded by this coronavirus um covid19 sorry about that covid19 thing um all i'm gonna say is uh, guys we gotta just stay calm i mean stay calm does not mean that don't be prepared or do not think through the situations think through the situations do what is right but also stay calm because if we won't stay calm who else would right and um, at the end of the day we have to take care of ourselves we have to take care of the people we love we have to take care of our family so take good decisions think through it do not get like anxious control your anxiety everything will be okay and that does not mean that just sit back and do nothing but take good decisions and think through it and i'll see you in the next episode take care <laughs>